the Art and Industry of Business and Living podcast, discussing conscious choices around business, money, life and living and creating a greater future for you and the planet. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Art and Industry of Business and Living. You are with, of course, guess who? Simone, your host. Yeah, you're with me every single week. <laughs> Hopefully you're enjoying it and not getting sick and tired of it. Um, by the way, we have so many podcasts available. So if you want to check out more, you can always go and find them at simonemillises.com. And that's spelled Simone, Simon with an E. M-I-L-A-S-A-S.com because there's so many wonderful, amazing people that I've had on on the podcast with some brilliant topics that may or may not help you, but you know what? Why not give it a shot? Give everything a shot. That's what I say. So do one thing today that you're uncomfortable with and see what else can show up. So today um, I'm in Zagreb, Croatia, as as one does, go to Zagreb, Croatia. So Brendan Watt is doing a Choice of Possibilities class here, which starts tomorrow. And uh, super excited about it. Super, 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 super hot in uh, Europe at the moment. Everybody is talking about it, which I think is very funny. They always desire the heat. And then when they get it, what do they do? They complain about it. <laughs> but it's damn hot. And today I have... Not only is she a wonderful, amazing, infinite being, she's also a very close friend of mine and I absolutely adore her for everything that she bees, her beauty inside and out, her generosity of spirit, her kindness, her caring, her capacity to create beyond most people. Welcome, Francesca Friantini. (laughs) Thank you, Simo, for having me here. Now my voice is... (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually quite touched and everything you say about me, it's mutual, really. You have been one of the people inspiring me to show me that actually I have capacities and I have abilities and I'm great on business. I'm, I'm a great creator. So you gave me the trust on me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. You're so welcome. Now, I happen to know a couple of stories about you. So I'm going to start with... Uh Your dad, who is passed away now for how many years? Oh, 10 years. 10 years, years. okay. So what was his point of view with you and business? Well, how did he talk to you about business growing up? So he actually was a businessman. He was a wealth management, he had hotels, he had shops. So we were always used to talk about business money and looking at the looking at, um, you know, the news during lunch and talk about the things. And before he died, he called me and he told me, look, and I was very poor, Simone. My family, my brother, my sister was this, were the successful one, my mom too, and I wasn't rich at all. I really was struggling sometime to buy food for my family, but I was always able to, you know, make it. And he, look at, he called me and he said, look, you will be more successful than anyone else in our family and have been. And I say, what do you mean, daddy? Look, I look at you, how you are able to create. Go, because I had the clothes shop a long time ago. And he, once he went to, with me to buy clothes for my shop. And he, and he told me, I look at you, how you were choosing the clothes, how you were contracting with the people, and how you went back to your shop and created, like all this position. And you know what? It's something that not a lot of people are able to do it from zero. From yeah, there. it's true. Yeah, if you don't have manifest, so you will be. And that's actually, how can I say, now it's becoming true in a way. Yeah, 
<laughs> so when your father said that to you at that time, did you think he was delusional? <laughs> did you go, yes, of course? Did you have a demand in your world that you were going to be the most successful person in the family? Or Actually, there was a little, little bit of demand. I wasn't really the asking to be the most successful uh, person in my, in my family, but I was talking with him that I, will, that I was desiring something different. I was like, this life is a bit boring now, I want to do more, and there was just a kindness as a dad does, you know? That yeah. was his free view of my future. Yeah. And I didn't thought he was delusional, I just really very clearly remember what he told me, and actually he inspired me. Yeah. To ask for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's great to actually have a parent that is inspiring you to ask for more too. I know my father was always like that. He was like, ah, oh, Simone, you have choice. You know, you get to choose your life. Whereas my mother was more like, you know, I can't believe you're doing that. That's going to embarrass me. Or you shouldn't ask for too much. Or one thing she used to always say to me and still does, don't you have enough? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't. And not from greed, from, oh, my goodness, if, if I'm a billionaire, then consciousness on this planet is raining upon us So, exactly. because that's my demand in the world. Now, you actually said something too that I want to just brush on for people listening is you said, okay, so it's a bit boring now. Yeah. And I've noticed that if I have any place where I go to a little bit of boredom, I need to create. Mm-mm. And, I mean, Marnie, one of our friends, She's just come, she's just flown from Africa to the US and, you know, she, every flight she was on has been delayed. It feels like it's taken her a week to get home. And she arrived in Chicago and then had another three hours to wait. <laughs> and she was like, oh, my God. And then she pinged me and said, you know what, I just opened my computer and started working and everything was okay. And I went, yeah, creation. Yeah. So talk a little bit about creation and what that is for you and, you know, what you can recommend to people. Because I do see people go, I'm bored. Yeah. I remember when I was a little kid and I was at school and the time wasn't passing very fast. And I hear from someone that when you have fun, actually the time passed very fast. So I was looking at my watch and having like thinking about something that actually was making me fun or making me happy. That actually the time was passing faster. That's it. <laughs> it was really. That's so cute. <laughs> so basically for me, creation is anything that make me really have the sense of being alive and the future. And last, last evening, you remember, we were talking just right before a couple of meetings that I was having, and I was bored. I was like, what else is possible here? Like, what I, I was looking at something that was in place that I didn't have the sense that was still creating, and just the demand of being willing to acknowledge that that wasn't fun anymore, that something should have yeah. changed, in those meetings, we changed totally everything. And actually, they work out amazingly. And uh, before having this sense of myself and the trust of myself, I was used to look at other people's creation. Or I was used to look at uh, how much money were involved in the creation and was the source of the creation, ah. you know? So making it about the money, making it about, you know, ooh, this person's doing this, they're successful, maybe I should copy them, rather than what would I like to create today? Exactly. That's simple, really. Like, what would I like to create today? And, you know, as Francesca is talking about this too, I just want to add, it's like, this doesn't have to be about work. It doesn't have to be about your job. It doesn't have to be about, okay, what project can I create that brings in more revenue? Now, it can be. 
But I even noticed the last time I was home, I was home for like a week and all I wanted to do was cook, which if you know me, that is not what I do. But I was I was cooking. I was making curries. I was making slices. I was doing all these different things and then not even eating them. I was like giving them away. But that sense of being in the kitchen and creating was really nurturing to me. So, and hey, I'm, I might cook again, I might not. I, I don't know and I don't have a point of view. But you've got to find each day and each week what's actually working for you with creation. So everywhere that you haven't been willing to perceive, know, be and receive, what would be fun for you to create so that, as Francesca says, time flies by, <laughs> will you destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all named shorts, boys and beyonds. And again, if you don't know what the clearing statement is, go to theclearingstatement.com and you can find out more. But you know what? This shit works. So Francesca's from Venice, Italy, by the way. She's a real Venetian right mm-hmm. here, ladies and gentlemen, in my hotel room in Zagreb, Croatia, a real Venetian. <laughs> so and Francesca works with Access Consciousness um, worldwide company we're in well over 174 brendan said recently 176 countries so and he's always right so um i'm going 176 (laughs) and uh francesca actually works she leads our translation which Mm. uh we are such a different company it's like the amount of you know classes we do that have up to 14 languages at one one time 40, maximum we had was 17 languages translated. 17 languages. Yeah. And even in the countries like Australia and, and now New Zealand, Now we have in India, we never had. In India and New Delhi, we have four languages translated. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's really yeah. amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know in Australia, we've got all the French Polynesian islands that are coming up. So French, Japanese, Mandarin is becoming, you know, normal that normal. we have yeah. all of that. We have translation booths, etc. So I want to look at one of the things that I see so many people would say, oh, I can't do that because I can't speak that language or I can't go there because I don't speak that language or I don't know how they work. So what's some of the things that people can use to overcome uh, the the barrier that they create through language rather than actually a different possibility? So my background, like I did um, a language school when I was like, I didn't, I don't have a university degree, but I did a lycée of languages. And um, I remember the best teacher I had, even if their target was that we were the best speaker and writing languages ever, but they say, look, the important thing of languages is understand each other. And even if you don't speak the language, there is an energetic Hmm. speaking. At that time, I look at them, oh, that's cool. So everywhere people are choosing or as an excuse that they don't speak a language is to don't travel, to don't discover new people, to don't, you know, new country. Mm. I also notice it during our events, right? And um, before we had a translation available, we had people come into class that they didn't speak English. Yeah, I know. And they you would know? just, they would receive everything that was going on. I mean, and that is one of the, the weirdest, strangest things about access too. You don't have to hear the words as you said, it's about the energy. Exactly. It's about the energy. And of course, there is a logic part that you want to understand. But if you go beyond that long logic part, how much more you can receive. Yeah. And, re- and you said something about like, um, you know, uh, sort of communicating or creating with the person. Like yesterday, I went to see this uh, 
fam- very famous designer, apparently. Her name is Greta in, uh, in Zagreb, and she's a very funny lady. She does speak English, but she won't speak English is what I get because I could see how she could understand some of what I was saying. But I had a translator, and she would go, you know, off in, um, in Croatian and speak for ages. And then the translator would go to tell me what it was, but it was so short. But I was like, yep, I got it, I got it. She's going to do this top like this and she's going to do this skirt like this. You just knew how she was perceiving me and my body, what was required and what she was going to create. So it's like we only required just the smallest of translation. Exactly. And we were actually communicating, you know, extremely well. Exactly. And you remember myself when I, when I met the first time you... When I met you the first time, I didn't really speak well English and understanding you with a new accent, just for example, like an English from Australia for me, I, I was like with my eyes open and I was, oh, my God, what did she say? <laughs> <laughs> How can I remember yeah. that? No, and I, 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 I know that for myself, because I do travel around the world and, and do seminars and talk to people from all different countries, I've also taught myself to speak uh, slower at some times. Because yeah. if I spoke with, I don't know, a typical Australian accent, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, g'day, mate, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, nah, and we just shorten everything. So I have learned to speak different, I guess. And um, also what I, the point was that we, in a way, understood each other because you didn't have any judgment about me no. don't speak English. Yeah. I perceived that you didn't have any judgment, so I could be anything. I, I didn't have to have the correct... Uh, language to understand me. Grammar, so, etc. And yeah. you can see people beyond the language. Yeah. Most of the time it's even better, guys, because you actually see what energy they are yeah. instead of the words. Yeah. 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 And there's a couple of times over the years that I've gone, hang on a second. Frenchy. <laughs> Did you mean this? Because what you just said is a totally different meaning and it's going to go as in a totally different path there. But you know what? You've got to be willing to stumble and fall when you're speaking another language and pick yourself up and you've got to be willing to ask questions. Like there's another guy that we work with and, um, you know, he's Swedish and his English is fantastic and yet every now and then he goes... Can you look at this? Is this the correct English? Because just that one word out, you know, and when he's dealing with, you know, thousands of people around the world sending an email out. But one of the things I realized uh, since I am taking care of this worldwide live translation coordination, it's going through languages because we have translators around the world. Also creates a sensibility on those countries, on those persons that they they really have the point of view that they can't speak English, they can't understand, mm. they have difficulties. So it's more when we have been willing, Access Conscious has been willing to do anything for that. Yeah. Yeah, it says to be willing to do anything for that. And I can say what Access Consciousness translates constantly written live, it's beyond any, any other company in the world. Yeah, it's I agree. Really, we and Gary and Dane have been so amazing with that. Like they've spent literally thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands of dollars on translation. You know, whether it's someone translating something and getting contra coming to class or, you know, but it's, it's massive and they don't stop. If the demand is there, they yeah. keep going because the demand is that access consciousness, you know, gets out there into the world. The demand is that it's, you know, consciousness is, is the main thing on this planet because that's what's actually going to change it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what it is, really. We went and it's still like 
all the time being the question, was it required? Now I'm going in a country, I create a campaign because also in your business, like I see other people in other businesses that they have a preset campaign or a preset uh, uh, way to create a product or something in a country, but there is no question behind. Mm -hmm. There is no sort of research you know, like, what's the, what, what is the demand here yeah. now? What, is, what will be the demand in the future here? What, yeah. what can I offer to, that will actually have a great feedback? And that's like what, what Access Conscious does. Uh, based on the request and the demand, we mm. develop even greater. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, we're in Croatia now. And, I mean, in truth, Access started out in America. So it's an American-based company. Yeah. There is three companies now, one in Australia, one in... Uh, Europe and one in America. But if we traveled around the world going, okay, this is what we're going to do because this is what works in America when we're in Croatia or I'm about to go to Russia and it's like, you know, you need to ask the Russians, what works for you guys? What do you want to know about? Like, okay. what are you asking for? So I love that. It's not just about the translation. It's actually about looking and asking questions about what the people desire and require and what do they need and how can we, you know, work with that. How many times you, Gary and Dane, allow translation in these weird languages or uh, for just a couple of people? Yeah. Because we were in an awareness that that will create greater. And those people, you know, they mm. are demanding that. So we did, okay, yes, let's go. So never take for granted, yeah. you know. And sometimes you could see that you are losing money, but actually you are not. What are you? What if you are investing money? You're creating a future. Exactly. Yeah, that's actually a really a good point to bring up because there is a many, many, you know, things that I've done over the years. And Gary, Jesus, when he used to come to Australia, he was uh, getting paid 56 cents in the dollar at that point. So every time he came, he would, you know, quote unquote, lose money. But he wasn't losing. He was creating a future. So everywhere that you haven't been willing to acknowledge the future that you are creating by every choice you make from the ability and the willingness to perceive the capacities of what is required in those places where you destroy and uncreate it. Yes. Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what else would you say to someone who's looking to travel to another country uh, and create a business there or create, you know, contacts there? First of all, and if you're freaking out, really, go and... <laughs> <laughs> how much fun can you have? Because I get it that if you're going to a new country and you don't really, you think that you don't know or other people's point of view, I get it. It could be a bit tricky. But if you are thinking about that, it means that you already probably have an idea or, you know, or an awareness. So what if you start researching? One of the things, for example, myself, when I'm looking for contacts in other country, because I am also... Um, an event creator for Access Consciousness. Mm. So looking for venues, looking for contact, looking for, oh my God, we need, we need uh, catering there, like in, in country that have never been before, or a, anything, really. A, a carpentier. I've, be, I've been in the most strange situation sometimes. One of the things I do the most is go on, um, uh, take my laptop and have or a glass of wine or a coffee or anything, whatever you desire, and start asking questions, okay, who can I find here that will actually contribute to my business, whatever I'm searching? 
and most of the time I find in 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 in, in, in internet all the content I require mm. I require start calling people and then asking to other maybe local people they already know do you know someone that because you know guys your awareness it's beyond whatever you yeah yeah it's really and I that's make me fun because my mom always said why how do you know everyone and I said yeah. I don't really know everyone but <laughs> I find but we them. have contacts in, in like we literally have contacts in, in every in all over, over the world but countries. we have been building them yeah we absolutely. didn't arrive with a yeah. package oh this yeah. is the package of your contact we have been building them yeah. in the most weirdest way a stranger it's like the same thing I was saying before if you're starting a business or a project and you think that the money are the source, mm. that's not like it's it. It's like, oh, if I don't have the contacts, I can create. What if you can create your contacts yeah. with total ease? And I, yeah. And one of the things that you were saying, and I know, you know, saying you go get a coffee or a glass of wine somewhere and sit down and ask who. But I also do that a lot. I, it's interesting to hear you say that. I do that when I go to a new place, like even yesterday or the day before when I was in Zagreb, I went downstairs and had a glass of wine and got some soup and I spoke to the guy that was the waiter. So you even find out different things. Like I was like, oh, you know, is there shops nearby? And um, he was like, they're closed. And I was like, okay, so because I needed a supermarket and, you know, what hours do they open, blah, blah, blah. So you just start getting even this basic, basic information and you start to get an energy of how the people are. Like never make it about that you don't speak the language. I mean, even in France, not long ago when we were there and I was in a supermarket and I went to, uh, there was a guy working in the supermarket and I was getting some fruit. And I said to the guy, because I wasn't quite sure how to weigh this stuff and how to do things, you know. So instead of going, oh, my God, I don't know, I don't speak French, I said to this guy, excuse me, and I said, do you speak English? And, um, and he went, yes. And um, I said, can you help me? And he said, but why don't you speak French? And I went, good question. <laughs> <laughs> but I laughed and went, good question. And I was like, you know what, I should. And I went, but I don't. Can you please help me? And he was like, yes. But I didn't resist and react to his point of mm. view. And it's like I just kept asking more questions. And it is amazing what you can do, you know, with, uh, with sign language or, you know, pointing at things, etc. And really, thank you for bringing this up. I, I was... As you say, I come from Venice, so it's a full of tourists, right? I've been growing up with tourists around me. But I've also been, like, traveling a lot. And when I didn't know, when I, I couldn't speak a language yet, as you say, if you have the vulnerability, really, to say, look, I need help, mm. you will find people needing Absolutely. You will find people that are there to be willing to help you and contribute. Like, it's absolutely. If yeah. you have a point of view that you are superior because they don't speak your language, that will be a bit... <laughs> difficulty. Well, I mean, you know, the French have a, a, a bad name for, for being, you know, arrogant. You know, I still believe that the French are allowed to be arrogant. <laughs> they have amazing food, amazing wine, a beautiful country, a, a sexy, you know, language. So maybe they should be. But I've had, uh, I mean, years ago, I remember I was 19 and I was travelling around uh, France and people kept saying, oh, the French, blah, 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 you know. But I never bought it as as real. Like mm. I didn't buy that point of view. And I was on a train once and I was totally lost. Like I was going in the wrong direction. I was like, ah, you know, but I didn't know which way to go. And I asked this guy and he was with his parents and they were going to his grandmother's for lunch on a Sunday. And his parents said to him, you need to get off the train with this, you know, young lady and take her to where she's going. So I was with him for like 
just over an hour and he took me where I was going and then he went back to his grandmother's wow. place. And I was like, okay, you know, no. what? if you ask questions, you're always going to find someone exactly. who's willing to help. It was like the kindness was amazing. But wow. they could also see like this 19-year-old Australian girl going, ah, <laughs> I don't know where I am. So what if you always knew that the universe has your back? Mm. You know what? You might meet one asshole, but the next person is going to be extremely kind and caring. There's kind and caring people all over the world with the masses amounts of generosity and spirit. So don't let language and translation stop you from creating what you would like to create around the world. Absolutely. So, Francesca, you're also a joy business facilitator. Yay! Yay. <laughs> so um, I know that you're going to be getting a Business Done Different Masterclass up uh, soon on the Access Joy Business website. So possibly by the time this podcast goes live, uh, that might exactly. be up. Exactly. Yeah, they will. So <laughs> people can find you on accessjoybusiness.com. They can also find Francesca on accessconsciousness.com as she is a certified facilitator. Spell your last name for us. So it's Francesca Fiorentini. I'm very bad on spelling. Uh, F-I-O-R-I-N-T-I-N-I. Is that right? Exactly. Thank you, Simone. (laughs) Amazing. From Venice, Italy. So anywhere else people can find you? Facebook, anything else you want to say? Yeah, in Facebook. And I'm in Instagram as well. Yeah. Check her out. She's absolutely stunning, beautiful, Venetian, Italian lady. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here. It's so amazing. Uh, Thank you for your capacities that you have with translation. And and like you said, your English was really minimal when I first met you, but you just made the demand and went, you know what, this is happening. I'm doing this. Mm. And, oh, by the way, she doesn't just speak Italian and English. She also speaks German. French and you can understand Spanish or can you uh, yeah speak? I can understand Spanish I don't speak it but I can understand yeah. what else it. any other language no the language of the energy <laughs> the, the language of love exactly that's what I want to say <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen so check out Francesco Fiantini accessjoybusiness.com and uh and accessconsciousness.com too and Find a JCF, a Joy Business Facilitator, near you and, you know, get your butt to class and get your bars run. Another thing I highly recommend if you've been listening to these podcasts and sometimes your head feels like it's stuffed or it's full, you know, go and find a bars facilitator. Go to a bars class. You get to get your bars run twice and actually do bars twice and you can, you know, be a practitioner afterwards. You can make it your business. So there's lots of possibilities out there and, The only thing that is stopping you from actually stepping into all those possibilities is, guess what? You. You. Yeah, (laughs) you. So, you know what? Please start demanding more for your life. It's like, this is it. This is not a dry run. And if you like these podcasts, let your friends and family and foe know. Don't forget to check out my friend Megan Hill on the What Else Is Possible show. She's got a great podcast show as well. All right, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Francesca. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Simone. Bye, everyone. See you next time.